Sports Nuts and Beer Guts 2.0 coming at you. Episode, we'll say 68, somewhere in that neighborhood. We're uh, uh, creeping up on uh, retirement age. I guess we passed that. But uh, anyway. Good to you talk to. So <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, maybe just getting started. That's what we're going to go with. So, uh, hey, only two of us coming at you tonight. Uh, your host, Matt Hegman and the Podfather. Chris. What's up, Matt? Well, sadly, um, uh, McClure nor Cole nor anybody else, you know, hung out, hanging out tonight, but that's fine. Chris and I have a lot to talk about. We took a break last week. Um, it was the new year. Um, a lot happened in the past two weeks. Um, yeah. You know, it's 2023 now. Hope you had a good uh, Christmas and New Year's. Do we do we touch on the Demar Hamlin? Well, I guess we should. That's the. Um, I mean, that's that's one reason we went silent last week because it truly is. What do you really yeah. say? Uh, great news, he's home in Buffalo. Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, great news there. Uh, did not look promising. Uh, I think we were texting uh, in real time. They came back from. Yeah. I think it was like a double commercial and they showed Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs's face. And at that point you're like, okay, this isn't just something that's like he's knocked yeah. out or something. It, this is like more serious than that. Uh, so we were texting real time about that. I, I don't want to touch on it long, but I thought ESPN, uh, this was the one thing I was going to say last week. ESPN mm-hmm. handled themselves phenomenally. Um, they went to the commercial. They kind of kept you updated as they had something. Uh, I've been as hard as anybody on Booger McFarlane for his Monday Night Football appearances in the past, but uh, he did a great job of kind of talking about a player's perspective and and everything that was going down. Uh, I thought Ryan Clark and SVP on uh, after mm-hmm. the game because uh, they were on what hour and a half early, something like that. Yeah. Uh and they they killed that first hour without commercial break at all. Uh like it was nothing. Uh So I thought ESPN did a great job. It's crazy that adding Joe Buck and Troy Aikman who eh they're kind of may whatever. I wasn't huge fans before the season but uh they fit so naturally on Monday Night Football as the announcers crew. It's like it's not the focus of Monday Night Football is how bad are the announcers. It's just uh I thought they did well. I thought everybody did well. Uh, kudos to the medical staff uh, on the field and then in the hospital at UC. So, yeah, it's really really incredible um, that that Tamar Hamlin was you know he's survived and um, you know seems don't want to be too presumptive, but seems like he's going to be fine. Um, I think he has a future playing on Sunday still, which is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't imagine wanting to come back after that, but. Um, the same thing happened to Chris Pronger in the NHL. Yes. Um, and he went on to play 17 seasons. Uh, apparently this, this injury is especially rare for football. You'd more likely have it in a sport with a flying object. Like, you know, football hits you wherever it's not going to be a baseball or a, you know, lacrosse ball or a hockey puck. Right. I mean, yeah. that's, um, so yeah, no, I, I second it with ESPN. It was, I thought it was interesting. Um, I, most of what I actually was not watching the game that night. Um, I turned it on as, as y'all were texting and then it's like, Oh no, this is, this is bad. Um, but yeah, um, it was interesting. Spe- uh, Ryan Clark and Booger were the two that, that stood out because you had the TV persona removed. 
this is just like he may like this is Ryan Clark as himself. This is Booger McFarlane as himself as himself and um just being honest. And I thought that was sobering and good. And um, you know, I mean a lot and I know a lot of this with the TV personas, we forget that that is you know put on it's bluster whereas you could probably just go hang out and have a beer with Moogbert Farland he's a great guy and that's I think was what we saw I agree yeah um very thankful I think everybody you know everybody is that, that Hamlin's all right um and I mean uh, one of a guy I used to work with just a huge Buffalo guy and he was man the city of Buffalo has just been through it um more than usual this year with the, the blizzard that lost a lot of people. There was a shooting um, in November, um, just tragedy after tragedy in Buffalo. Um, if you're an impartial football fan and not pulling for the bills, jump on the bandwagon, go bills. But uh, anything else to, to cover there, Chris? No, not really. No. SVP's all... a goat. Oh gosh. Love him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Absolutely. Yeah, my my favorite. Um, well, when we last convened, we were making predictions about the um, Orange. college football semifinals. Oh, that one too. We'll, yep. we'll, go, to, we'll go to the Orange Bowl next. Um, uh, college football semifinals, the national championship game. Um, hey, I, I'm going to take a victory lap on my call for the semifinals. Uh, I did call a TCU victory in a weird game. Um, that was quite weird. It was. Um, just had a feeling it was going to be a bizarre game. Um, lots of long touchdowns, blown coverages, turnovers, Michigan two picks for TCU. Yeah, 14. Um, you know, and, and then um, I did not see Ohio State out playing Georgia for three, three quarters. And three plus quarters. Change. Yeah, they they thoroughly outclassed him for that time frame. Stetson Bennett didn't play well at first, and then the Marvin Harrison injury was huge, huge. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the, the timeout on like, all the breaks went to Georgia towards the end of the game. The Ohio State had twelve people on the field for that punt, fake punt. Well, Pro- Kirk, probably would not have been called. Yeah, which I mean, I guess that worked out all right. Kirby yeah. called the timeout. Um, and hey, then you know. Smart. And then uh, Ohio State also botched that last possession. After C.J. Stroud's long run, they should have they should have set themselves up for about a forty yard field goal. But uh, uh, just be complacent with the fifty yard; it'll be okay. Yeah. Oh gosh. What's what could go wrong with a college kicker? I don't. Yeah. I mean, unless you have Justin Tucker lining up with no wind, like play for a better field goal. Yes. Like it's just. I mean. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, and then the next week, uh, did you see uh, last night's game coming? 65 to 7. Um, I, I text, it was, I think it may have been before anybody scored. Uh, we mentioned gambling in our group text, and I said, I didn't bet on this game, but if I did, I would bet on Georgia minus 13 and a half with a small amount of money on TC money line uh, thinking if it gets close, weird things can happen. You never know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought it was something that Georgia was either going to run away with or things were going to get like Michigan TCU weird. So I didn't know which way it would go. Uh, things did not get close. No, I, most, 
fitting summary of the game was seeing the Georgia players eating some uh, some wings on the sideline while the game was still going on. <laughs> that's uh, that's pretty Georgia. Um, I mean, it, it was unbelievable. I mean, it just uh, just an absolute beat down. TCU did. I mean, they looked like. Uh, I mean, UT Martin uh, on the field. Yes, it was it was an embarrassment. Um, so they never got better uh, either. No, no. Um, there was outclass from the start. So, um, I mean, I didn't see that coming either. Um, I don't know what, what, really if there's anything to say aside from, um, in, in the you know now looking at, it, I think right, Georgia's Georgia's clearly the best team this year. On their own plane. I think we said that. Congratulations, Georgia. For most of the season. I think we did. Yes. I, th- I think we were like, Georgia's won. Yes. Uh, Ohio State, Tennessee, Michigan are probably, and Alabama, Alabama are probably. Yep. Yeah. In some order. Um, after, See, I, I mean, we had some hope when, when, when Hooker was healthy and they played, went down to Athens and Georgia whipped Tennessee. They did. Um, but yeah, no, no, no way around it. Um, but yeah, I, I think after that we sort of settled there. Georgia had their, you know, they played two bad games early against Missouri and Kent State, um, which was just them having to figure out who they were this year. Um, but yeah, they're they're everybody, you know, even even great. It's rare as you see a great team that doesn't have any bad games. Not everybody can be ninety five Nebraska or nineteen LSU. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so how would you rank your top five right now? Like, who are who do you think are the five best teams? Like, Georgia's clearly one, but who who? What would your next four be? Georgia's one. Uh, I think I would go Ohio State two, mm-hmm. Alabama three, Michigan four, Tennessee five. Really, Alabama. At three, yeah, Bryce Young fan here. I am too. I am too. But their resume, the resume is not as good. I agree. Um, yeah, I, I was I was a little bitter seeing Bama ranked ahead of Tennessee. The Tennessee won head to head and does have a better resume. Um, but whatever. It's uh, hmm. I mean, I I just view Alabama's losses as uh, a couple of with. If literally Bama makes That's a kick true. or gets a stop on a two point conversion, they're undefeated. Uh, Tennessee like, got a, a railroad. They're about yeah. twelve plays away. Uh, they all happen to go for touchdowns. <laughs> uh, That's from a good being point. A, a one loss team. That's a good point. Uh, so as far as that, that's that's the reason I, I leaned Alabama that's there. Uh, I think the college football playoff would have been much better uh, going those four teams. Uh, Probably in that order. Yeah, TCU just, man. Yeah, no. Didn't belong. And the Michigan game was so fluky. I mean, there was two pick sixes that went against Michigan. Like, everything that could have went not Michigan's way Mm -hmm. went not not Michigan's way. And it was still a close game at the end. Uh, Yeah, Michigan had to come back a little bit. Michigan, you know, they they thumped Ohio State. Um, They beat Penn State. Um, And then they had a laughable non-conference schedule it was it was epically bad yes. so they only they only really had two good wins right in the season with wins over only two ranked teams right ohio state and penn state 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. So not the best resume, but their ceiling is as high as anybody but Georgia, I assume. Um, yeah. Ohio State at least beat Notre Dame on top of Penn State. And wait, was that their only other good win? Notre Dame, Penn State? Ohio State's? Yeah. Yeah. And they played Georgia. Oh. But they lost. I mean, their, their biggest they wins, did. I'm saying. They did. Yeah. Their best performance was a loss. Yes, by far. Okay. By far their best performance. <laughs> yeah. And Georgia did go 15 0, but they did manage to avoid Alabama, which is. Which is interesting. They caught a break that that LSU win in Baton Rouge over Alabama may have been a, a, a you know, did a you see it for uh, for them? David Pollock before the game talking about how Georgia's the class of college football, yada yada yada, with Nick Saban sitting right next to him. Oh my god! We seen that no. clip? No, I bet Saban was fuming. His his facial expression was exactly what you would expect. Uh, I have a weird feeling they'll be playing in Atlanta next year. Yeah, and uh, I, I, I would bet some money on Alabama. Georgia has always been a, you know, there's the blue bloods of the blue bloods. You know, Alabama, Oklahoma, Texas, USC, Texas. Notre Dame. You know, Georgia's been tier B. Fair. Um, I think they're somewhat like twelfth or thirteenth in wins all time. Um, Tennessee, Penn State, Georgia, Auburn. Those are school LSU. Those are schools in that in that level. Tennessee only because of historical wins. They took two decades off, um, and you could even say Tennessee's tier lower. I'd be fine with that. But but really, Georgia's always been on that second tier, and now they're, you know, we talked today about whether or not they're a dynasty. They're on the the verge of of you know continuing that and being, I guess, back in that discussion. But it's funny he mentioned classics. That's that's really funny because uh, I think Georgia only has what like. This is their fourth national championship claim? I was going to say third, but yeah, maybe, maybe fourth. Th- Amanda, like, what, 82, 83, somewhere in that ballpark? 81? 80. They 80? won 80. Okay. They lost playing for another in, like, 83, I want to say. Okay. Um, Lost to uh, Penn State. Yeah. Joe, 82, Penn State. Um, they're so definitely yeah, dynasty worthy right now. I mean, they're. I think so. I mean, they're they're a well like it's kind of like I'm, I remember back whenever Kirby was just uh, maybe his first year he made it to the SEC championship game, seventeen. Uh, yeah, and somebody was like, "Who are you going for?" And I was like, "Alabama." They play Alabama that year. I remember that. Yep. They yeah, did. I was I was going for Alabama because I didn't want Kirby to. Uh, oh, they played Auburn. They played Auburn that year. Uh, um, whenever they played Alabama in one yeah. of those, I they was, played Alabama in the national championship and Bama beat them. Okay. That was, I think that was it. Yeah. That could have been it. Cause I was like, I don't, I don't want any momentum in Georgia. Uh, it's kind of a sleeping giant. I mean, you don't have to leave the state to recruit at all. Yeah. Like you literally don't have to leave the state. Uh, you're naturally going to get some players from Florida, uh, in South Carolina that are going to come over, but, uh, recruiting is easy. You got the stadium, you got the fan base. It's a pretty nice job. Yeah, you're the closest big school to, I mean, well, aside from Georgia Tech to Atlanta, but yeah, I mean, Georgia, Georgia Tech, Tech doesn't, doesn't count anymore. They have um, academic standards. Yeah, they, they really do. Speaking <laughs> of academic standards, did you see that uh, Coastal Carolina's quarterback? Uh, yeah. was, he's returning to Coastal Carolina because he couldn't get into <laughs> Auburn or uh, what was the other? Maybe in Auburn or Florida or Auburn and somebody else, another SEC school. 
uh, he couldn't get into those schools, so he had to go back to Coastal Carolina. I mean, to be fair, I, I'm pretty sure outside of Vanderbilt, Auburn and Florida are the two um, most choosy academic schools in the conference. Uh, Auburn hired Hugh Freeze. Come on, they, they got a. That's a good point. And Florida had Urban Meyer for a long time, but they are they are great like academic schools. But Hugh Freeze, man, how soon till Auburn crashes and burns? Well, they not, already are on fire, but just not soon enough, man. I used to like Auburn. Auburn was my 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 second favorite SEC school. Um, Tends to be a popular uh, thought between Tennessee fans, just because we well, don't. I mean, we have Alabama then and Georgia both. Like, we hate both of those. Well, and they they played Florida every season um, okay. when they realigned the conference from '92 to like '03 or '04, um, and they beat Florida in '93 and '94 both of which were derailed uh, Spurrier's opportunities at a national championship. So, uh, Was Auburn on probation during at least one of those years? Yep. In 93, they were on probation. It was uh, Terry Bowden's first season, Terry. I want to say. Um, went undefeated. Um, I think they beat Florida in the Swamp that year. Maybe been at home. I don't know. But either way, they beat them the next year. So. I feel um, like I remember watching uh, watching that game on Jefferson Pilot back in the day. Jefferson Pilot. Oh, man. Love a good JP Sports Saturday. Uh, where the sound was always so weird for those. You could always hear the male cheerleaders shouting. I feel like that was like the, the predominant sound in the background. <laughs> so great. <laughs> man, that's a good aside. That's a fun aside there. But yeah, Auburn's going Auburn's gonna to crash and burn. Uh, that's, that's hilarious, though, about Grayson McCall. Isn't that his name? Yes. Yeah. I, mm, I can't imagine Coastal Carolina. It's Myrtle Beach. Like yes. the sta- all all standards, the bar is lowered because it's Myrtle Beach. Um, yes. Fun Myrtle Beach fact. Um, about 15, 20 years ago, uh, Myrtle Beach headquartered company Hooters had an airline. And its hub was Myrtle Beach. And at one time, my uh, girlfriend at the time had to fly her grandmother somewhere and bought her a ticket on Hooters Air. <laughs> was that Martha? <laughs> yeah. Gosh. What that's hilarious. Gr- yeah. Uh, so, on a Wikipedia rabbit trail, I'm sure Hooters Air still has better standards than Spirit, but, you know, anyway. I was ready to go Spirit out to Vegas. Uh, when was that? COVID? During COVID? Yeah. Oh, I flew Spirit to Vegas a long time ago, but don't recommend it. I think hopefully I'm past the Spirit days. But uh, uh, anyway, hey, to put a bow in the college football season, let's talk about the Orange Bowl, which we talked about at length before. Um, man, capping off a I, I, and Tennessee got destroyed by you by South Carolina. Very disappointing in Athens, but nonetheless, man. Ain't nobody going to bring me down. What a season. Um, 11 wins. Beat Alabama. Beat Florida. Beat Clemson. Beat LSU. Beat LSU. Man, what a season. Um, Orange Bowl, 31-17. Um, weird game defensively. Um, Clemson had all kinds of yards missed. I don't know how many field goals. Uh, three at least. Um, Dabo looked like he was a mess. That was great. I loved it. What was your main takeaway? Um, Joe Milton found some accuracy. 
Uh, <laughs> I I was ready to do the shot every time he overthrows a wide open receiver, and I I didn't take a single shot during the game. So you be, yeah, you had to be sober. Uh, I don't know about sober, but I just didn't take any shots. Uh, so yeah, there was Joe Milton found accuracy in Clemson's all-world freshman quarterback. That dude oh. throws deep balls so high. Like I'm like, Ed Reed would have nine picks if he was playing <laughs> against him. Uh, I mean, he made Kamal Hayden look like he knew what he was doing out oh, there in, uh, on the on the island. I'm pretty sure Kamal, Kamal Hayden got an unsportsmanlike penalty at one point during the game, or is a personal he, foul. Is he coming back? I I hope they revoke the scholarship. Uh, he's a player that Hypel should go be like, hey Kamal, we we will happily help you get somewhere else. Just let us know where you want to go. And yeah. I'm shocked. I'm shocked that Booster hasn't like raised some nil money at I don't even know where uh, Iowa State to have him go up to Iowa State. And he play. was so bad. Uh, it wasn't just like, bad. It's just he talked shit. Like at the wrong. Yeah, he has no like situational awareness. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was rough. Uh, very rough watching him play. But no, the but that's the how bad. Yeah. He kept just throwing the ball so high. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, is this is this on purpose? Like. I couldn't figure it out. Uh, Tennessee just waxed their ass. Uh, yeah, and it was uh, it was a fun game to watch. Like as a Tennessee fan, I was I was excited. I was just like, "I was too." Twenty twenty three. Let's go. We've had a big recruiting week this week. Uh, we with the tra- transfer portal. Uh, so yeah, I'm cautiously optimistic on twenty twenty three being a good year. I I think uh, Milton starts. I think, I, do too. I think Nico comes in and does some mop up duty to get some snaps because there's going to be plenty of blowouts next year. Yeah, another um, what's opening up neutral sites? Virginia. Virginia is bad. Um, uh, that's another thing. Can we Chuck Zipper pour something real fast? Let's do it. Uh, Chuck Zipper pour Tennessee ever playing a neutral site game? Oh, poor. Thank you. Yeah, let's do home at homes. I want to. I want to do a home at home with. I don't care. Some like. Good. Uh, those, I would yeah. love another one with Washington. Didn't we have a Washington home and home back in the nineties? I was Washington State. Oh, Washington State. I would. I would like a Washington. I, I hear it's a fun place to watch a football game. So there's. Um, it's sort of like like a common theme is like the two like Husky Stadium and Neyland Stadium are the only two. I could be wrong on this. This might be a. A f- weird fact. I need to look it up. The only two Power Five stadiums situated on a river. Um, so both are in like these picturesque settings. Um, yeah, I'd love to see that. Um, that'd Sign be awesome. me up for something like that. I, the, Oregon the game, was fun. Yeah, the game in Nashville. Nobody gives a shit about a game in Nashville. I, I live forty five minutes yeah. away. So I mean, for me, if I'm going to a game, it's probably best case scenario. Because uh, instead of three and a half hours, it's forty five minutes. Uh, outside chance, I take Jameson to that, depending on ticket prices. That's but uh, but yeah, like I don't understand. I I hate it. I hate uh, that they're playing it in Nashville. I'd much rather it be uh, on campus. That could be fun. That could be a fun weekend. We could make that a sports nuts, beer guts, and kids uh, UT game. Little father son UT game. That could be a lot of fun. Uh, Porter would be very excited. Uh, Maybe uh, McClure could come down too. That could be fun. Um, the, I'm with you on the neutral site games. Like in the past years, they had that. They had Georgia Tech. They had. I don't uh, mind going West to Virginia. Atlanta. I don't mind yeah. going to Atlanta for one. Uh, I mean, the recruiting that kind of thing. 
Uh, I don't mind it for that purpose. But yeah, they going, went to Charlotte too. But yeah. going to I don't want to go. I Charlotte, come on. <laughs> Charlotte and Nashville are similar when it comes to that. I'm just like I don't think there's any advantages to playing it there instead of Neyland. No, I, I love a good. Just think how awesome that home and home was with Oklahoma. Um, you know, and that's that's that was actually a hallmark of Tennessee football in your like, I guess you know, mid aughts and pre prior Tennessee, Tennessee would schedule tough non-conference games and would actually go West where Alabama never would. Georgia never would. Tennessee played a lot of games at UCLA. They played at Washington state. They played Oregon. They played Notre Dame all the time. Tennessee's Um, had a lot of California kids come this way though. Oh yeah. I think recruiting wise, that's, uh, that's something to do with them going out West. They got a lot of guys out West. They got a lot of guys from Detroit. I don't know if you remember that. They got a lot of guys from that area. They they uh Sean Bryson was one of the big ones. Okay. Um uh or was it Bryson or Aaron Hayden? Might have been Aaron Hayden. Um either way. Uh so yeah, weird, weird thing. But no, play home and homes. I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, one last college football. Mm-hmm. Uh saw TikTok today. Uh and it was talking about Michigan if Harbaugh leaves. It threw out three names. So I'm gonna have you chuck zipper pour these three names. Okay. Number three on the list, uh, Logan's favorite, Mark uh-huh. Stoops. Stoops, mm-hmm. Chuck Zipperpour. Stoops has an option in Michigan. Uh, I'll sip that one. Um, it's a very uh, – if you can get Mark Stoops this late in the game, it's probably pretty good. Um, he's obviously a step down from Harbaugh, but uh, he definitely keeps it together, and it's not a Rich Rod situation. Your floor yes. is still pretty high. I agree. I'm sipping that one. Yep. Okay. Number two on the list is podcast favorite, Shane Beamer. I'd pour that. I'd take Steve's before Shane Beamer. I'm chugging that because I hate Michigan and I <laughs> hate Shane Beamer. <laughs> okay. What I, yes, I would choose that one. Yes. I thought you meant like if I'm from the point of view of Michigan, but yes, that would be a, yeah, I, that's a feast or famine situation. Yes. Might lose and, Rutgers, might beat Ohio State. And the number one option was Todd Monken, offensive coordinator, Georgia. That's a tough one for That's, Monken because you're making $2 million. You don't really have how to good do is he? much. Uh, you He's got, got the best players. Kirby's obviously really good. Um, he's going to have the defense, so you don't only have to score about 21 up. points. Uh he scores six, I, 65, it works also. Much as I can't stand Will Muschamp, he's a phenomenal defensive coordinator. That's where he belongs, and he can be his unhinged self as a defensive coordinator. Um, wow. Um, I, I mean, I would... I'll sip it. Uh, I, I, I just don't know if he's good. I really don't. That's fair. Um, I won't argue. I, if I was Michigan, I would probably this this late in the cycle, I would probably hire Stoops, thinking I'm going to get three years out of him. He's going to keep it together before I fi- find who is my long term guy. While he'd have a chance for it, but who knows? Stoops could probably win ten games. I was going to say Michigan's a pretty easy job. It, it is. Well, you get Penn State and you get this. They have the Big Ten with their moronic divisions. They let's talk have, about. Let, let's transition oh. to that. Um, Big Ten's divisions are a just, joke. A joke. I, they're they're a joke because they don't want Ohio State and Michigan or Ohio State Penn State 
playing each other in a Big Ten championship game and it knocks somebody else, you know what I mean, from going to the playoffs. That's maybe going to a 12-team playoff. Doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. The Big Ten re realigns, does some realignment. I don't. So, so one of the questions that you had is is post. So we have a lot of conference realignment coming with primarily Big Ten, SEC. Um, the Big Ten is getting UCLA and USC. USC, they're getting LA, which makes all kinds of sense. And then Texas and Oklahoma are going to the SEC. So what also happens? Makes sense. Yeah. So what happens to the Pac-12 and the Big 12? Do they survive? I always thought it was going to be four 16-team conferences would be the end result of conference realignment. Mm-hmm. I I now think that there's a better chance that we'll have a couple 20-team conferences and then everybody else. Yeah. Uh, or we may even go up to 24 teams. I think it, I think eventually it's going to just it'll be like two 24 team conferences and everybody else is kind of an independent at that point. It's kind but of if ridiculous. You're a like, team out yeah. west, I would be concerned if you're uh, a team like an Oklahoma State or uh, Iowa State. I would be getting pretty nervous right now. You got to hope your uh, big brother pulls you along with him at some point. Sure. Um, I, I feel like the Big 12 is the conference that just uh, squandered so much. Um, had they, they should have kept it together, you know, 15 years ago. Nebraska should, should still be a Big 12 school. Colorado should still be a Big 12. Maybe not a- Colorado, but AM. AM, 100%. Missouri. Let them go. Missouri, all, whatever. Well, but they all belong there. Like I would much uh, prefer Missouri in the Big 12 than the SEC. I think there is a black yeah. sheep of the SEC right now. They don't belong. It should have, well, again, when the SEC expanded that time, it should have been, the, the target should have been from the ACC. It should have been Virginia Tech, Georgia Tech. Those are the two teams that fit culturally, uh, like, uh, you know, geographically, but that wasn't the goal. It was it was for the money grab for AM and Missouri was just an after I don't know why Missouri's there. I guess for the St. Louis market. I don't even know. I truly don't Missouri know. makes no sense. They're closer to a big 10 school. Um yes. but anyway. So yeah, I think I think the Big 12 is the one that, that messed up. But you like you look at it suddenly and like they lose their two prime like two premier schools in Texas and Oklahoma their two purple schools that made it on the big stage just got eviscerated by SEC schools. Uh, it's a bad look. Yeah. Um, I I don't know how the committee put, because next year is still four teams. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, Texas is supposed to be good next year. Uh, I, I don't know how if Texas goes 11 and 1 how you put them in the playoffs, regardless of what else happens elsewhere. Uh, Cause they can, I mean, 65 to seven. I don't, I've never seen a game. I've seen plenty of games like that. Just not national title games. Uh, yeah. The, the um, residual effects of that are going to be huge. The, the one that was most reminiscent in the blowout in the national title game, that was that bad. Florida, Nebraska, Florida, Nebraska was the closest, but even then it was like, I think it was like 35-10 at halftime. Nebraska just 
uh, Claston, but that was, you know, it was a little bit of a different era, two very different styles. And Florida had acquitted themselves very well in that era. Um, like it wasn't Florida won a bunch of big non-conference game. They were clearly not a joke. They were just not 95 Nebraska. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Again, look at look at the the four top SEC teams this year. What they did in the postseason, oh, Purdue got ass raped. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. These these are the losers of the Big Twelve and SEC championships game, and it, that that game was just as bad as Georgia TCU. It was Alabama pummels the Big Twelve champ. Tennessee pummels the ACC champ with their backup quarterback and without their top two receivers. Uh. Man. I saw something, I think it was today, and it was talking about the uh, – it was talking about the, those four teams. Their, their combined bowl uh, score was like 200 to 46 of those I four mean, bowl games. The top of the SEC was elite this year. Well, that's, was, that's I mean, you had four teams. I mean, LSU, whatever, they lost a, a, an embarrassing loss to A&M. But. I'm pretty sure their backup quarterback's better than Jaden Daniels. Who's I don't know Nuss, Nuss, yeah. Nussmeyer whatever. See the I son of like Doug Nussmeyer, the backup I, in the NFL. Probably, huh? Uh, I I think he's. Uh, I think he's better. Hmm. But yeah, that, that those four games, SEC looked pretty pretty dang good. I heard a lot early in the bowl season about how bad the SEC was because their bowl record was pretty bad, and then those last four. Well, you had Missouri, you know, losing. Uh, I think, yeah, I mean, it was at the, back, the bottom of the conference. Florida looked just oh. dreadful. Well, they had like 20-something players that were opted yeah, out. Florida, Florida's third string was playing against Oregon State. And Oregon State's, like, was low-key pretty good. They were. Um, the Pac-12 actually had a pretty good season. They had a lot of, you know, pretty decent teams. Now, you put their top four against the four we mentioned in the SEC, and they get killed. It's um, not pretty. Mm-mm. No, and not a fan of Caleb Williams. Hope he hope he uh, does not win another Heisman. I think he'll have an uphill battle uh, just with the media. Media people hold grudges and just his uh, not showing up to the post-game press conference after the loss to Tulane. Uh, media I mean, people are petty. Well, also, like, I don't know, the way he behaves and stuff like that, I would not draft that dude. Uh, he's got all the tools in the world, but I want you want a leader. You want somebody who can be the face of the franchise. And I would, I, I'm with you on Bryce Young. He is he's my favorite prospect in a while. Um, I, I yeah, I think he's he's so good. Um, I would but, agree. But yeah, um, you, you got you got like the NFL. So you got to have a guy that can do that can do it all. I don't care how talented you are. If you're not a, if you're not a leader and you're not a, um, you know, the kind of person that can handle the pressure and be a consummate pro, then you don't get drafted number one. So, all right. Well, that puts a bow on my favorite college football season in years. Here's the 2023 bazooka Joe. Um, cheers. Great year. It was a good year. Yep. All right. Um, let's move to the NFL playoffs. Uh, two of my, probably my two favorite NFL weekends are these next two. 
um, wild card round, divisional round. Um, should be a fun season or a fun playoff year. I think there's – we talked about this. There's really five teams I think are just better than everybody else. But who knows what's going to happen. So uh, we're going to give a little little uh, playoff preview, uh, give our picks on uh, on what happens, and then give our – at the end of those, we'll give our, our Super Bowl winner. That's all we're going to give before um, going through. Um, I don't know. It should, it should be – so um, my, my wife got to go to the Jags-Titans game last week. Um, I know Chris, you're bummed. The Titans got lost, lost, but not that bummed because they clearly weren't going to make a playoff run. Everybody was hurt. Um, I enjoyed seeing Josh Dobbs play. Um, he'll be back next year as a backup. He should be. He should. He's like, I think if anything, he quitting himself was like a pretty solid NFL backup, right? Yeah. I can see him getting something like two years, $5 million, something, uh, Something like that's what I expect the Titans to do. He's better than Malik Willis, Mitch Trubisky, <laughs> Mason Randolph, Mason Rudolph, rather, uh, Joe Flacco. There's a lot of guys. Mike White, around. Zach Wilson. Not maybe <laughs> not Mike White. But maybe Zach not Wilson Mike White. Sure. Yeah, my. Um, yeah, any. Yeah, David Blau. Lots and lots of backup quarterbacks are worse than Josh Dobbs. So maybe Deshaun Watson. Oh man. That guy, that guy deserves to be out of the league. Oh, real quick, I did see uh, a punishment for somebody as a uh, fantasy football loser. They had to go yes. to, you had to go to massage a massage parlor wearing a Watson jersey. Did you send that? I uh, I don't know if I I know I saw it on TikTok and I I loved it. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Uh, I saw there. That was one of the punishments I saw on TikTok. Another one was, um, you have to eat every meal for a week from Taco Bell. I'm, I, I would I, I would much rather do that than spend uh, seven and a half hours at Waffle House. I spent about three and a half, and that was plenty for me. Wow. Uh, I could do the taco. I think I could do the Taco Bell one. I mean, it'd it wouldn't be, be as hard. It'd be would, hard going low carb and doing that. Like, I'm trying to go low carb right now. So, be, I mean, you'd have to skip some meals. Uh, yeah. I saw, um, I saw a Waffle House challenge for McDonald's that was similar. Um, that was burgers. And if you ate a Big Mac, it counted as two. So you can have, oh, that's actually not a bad one. It'd be a whole lot cheaper than $11 waffles Peak was buying. Oh, do yeah. A, do, do a McDouble. Peak had to finance that one. You know, that was rough. Yeah. Man. Um, Back to the playoffs, my bad. No, that's all good. All good. So uh, what do you want to do first, Chris, AFC or NFC? Uh, since uh, both our teams are in the AFC, let's do AFC. Neither one of them are in the playoffs. Yeah, Hey, bum my Steelers uh, didn't make the playoffs, but uh, I think we I, both I mean, called nine and eight Steelers this year, though. We did, we did. I uh, I was wrong about how it got there. I thought quarterback play would get better. It did by the end of the season. Um, Kenny, Kenny Pickett's at least uh, you're at least not looking in this draft for a quarterback. No, I mean they picked him at like twenty two or whatever last year. Um, with somebody who's got a shot to be your quarterback, that's. That's pretty solid. They got George Pickens in the draft. Um, the future is bright good. there. Yeah. Um, they got a great tight end. They got a, you know, they got a backfield. Yeah. Defense is, is really Watts, good. Mika Fitzpatrick. Hayward uh, up the gut. They're they're not bad. They could be a contender next year if 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 Pickett takes a, a step up. So 
Um, all right. So yeah, we'll start AFC. Let's start with the four or five matchup. Um, we have the Jaguars hosting the Chargers. That is the okay. Saturday night game. Can we say um, kudos uh, to the NFL for not having that as the early Saturday game for the first time in about eight years? <laughs> the AFC game isn't yes. four or five. Isn't early? Yeah. Um, I think the Jacksonville crowd is going to be a little rowdy. I'm looking forward uh, to it. Cool. You don't think so? Yeah. It's a weird game. Uh, I mean, listen, they they uh, the, their last home playoff game was against Buffalo in 20. Were they at home? Yeah, against Buffalo in 17. Before that, I think it was. I mean, this is like their second home playoff game in like. You mean since the uh, what two thousand two thousands? This is it's only their fourth time winning the division, and that was ninety eight, ninety nine, seventeen in this year. So yeah, they've this is their fourth home playoff game. I think it was ninety nine. The Titans went down there and won, uh, beat them for the third time that year. Yeah, yep, that was that a good was, year. That Go was Titans. a good that was a good year for the Titans. So um, this is so, a weird a weird yeah. game. Uh. Doug Peterson obviously has done a solid job. I don't think he's done a great job, uh, as weird as that sounds. AFC South so bad, so bad. Uh, oh man, it's it's a oh two of the three worst teams in football. It's bad. Uh, yeah, uh, and whatever the hell the Titans were running out on the field the last six weeks of the year was just as bad uh, mm-hmm. as those two teams. Um, weird year. Uh, I'll say that. Um. I don't like the Chargers coach Staley. Uh, Me either. Um, but Chargers talent wise, the Chargers team's better. Uh, I it just w- the Chargers are always going to charge it, right? So they do. Give me the Jaguars. I don't. I, sh- I should have pulled the lines up. I'm going to pull them up now. I assume it's okay. Jacksonville minus three. Does that sound about what? What do you think it would be? Mm. Uh, no, I think it goes a little less than that. I don't think they're a pick them on an even field. I think it would go, it would lean us, uh, uh, Los Angeles. I'm going to go, um, I'm going to go charger. I'm going to go oof, chargers about by, by one. It's chargers minus two. Mm, okay. Oh, give me Jacksonville plus two all day. I might even go. Yeah, that's good. Let's see if I get Jacksonville money line. Yeah. Give me the two. I'd rather have two points. Uh, yeah, give me Jacksonville plus two. I think they're going to win outright. Uh, this just feels like a Chargers are going to Charger kind of game. They have all the it. all the tools on defense to be good. They're just they haven't been good. Uh, and then offensively, Herbert, uh, Allen, <coughs> Williams, Palmer, Gerald Everett, and then Austin Eckler is probably the best player on that offense. Uh, Mister Touchdown. So. They should be good. They should win. Uh, just, I think the Chargers are going to do Chargers things, and Jacksonville's going to win this game. So, all right. Um, I totally get that. The Chargers always find a way to blow it. Um, I am actually uh, sorry, Jeffrey family. I am going to take the Chargers, um, yep. but for a different reason. Uh, as far as they're off- on the couch, say what. Somebody's sleeping on the couch tonight. <laughs> Probably. Um, it's because their defensive line's healthy. Um, and back. Bosa and Khalil Mack 
coming at you. Um, Lawrence looked rough under pressure last week. Um, he sailed a couple passes when Jeffrey Simmons got in his face. All three snaps that he got in his face. Well, but all three, yeah, that's that's a good point. Um, I think their I think their defensive line takes over the game. Um, I don't know how Lawrence plays. I think I think the Chargers just. I think Peterson out coaches Staley, but I um, I want to go Chargers by uh, by a touchdown. This game uh, be, has because of defensive line. This game has potential to be good, though. Like, oh, it's gonna be a fun game either way. It, I think it does have it has a sneaky fun vibe to it. Okay, um, let's go three six Bengals and Ravens. Um, Bengals by a million. I think I what, you, what you saw last week is going to be uh, what you'll see this week. Lamar, it'll be interesting to see if he plays. Uh, all signs lean to he'll play, but I, yeah. I think there's a chance that he's kind of doing a holdout where he's uh, refusing to go back unless he's 100%. And he's not been paid yet. He's still waiting on the contract. The Ravens signed Roquan Smith to a pretty big extension today. Which frees up the uh, the tag franchise tag for mm-hmm. Lamar again. Uh, I think he's kind of holding out, if I'm being candid. So, uh, interested to see if Lamar plays. I don't think it's going to matter. I think Joe Burrow, uh, he's that guy. So, Bengals are one of the top five teams in football. Um, I think they beat them thirty four seventeen, something like that. Yes. Um, Bengals, yeah, uh, yeah. Bengals, Bengals get him. It's at home. That stadium's going to be on fire. Is that the early Sunday game? I can't remember. Um, you got him pulled up. No, here. no, that's the afternoon. That's the four o'clock Sunday game, I think, right? It's a Sunday night game, actually. Ooh, Sunday night. Okay. 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 Well, the um, final, last Sunday, but not least, Sunday afternoon. Um, Possibly the worst playoff team to get in in a long time. Um, the Skylar Thompson led Dolphins. Oh, I was like, I don't think I don't think they're the worst team with with Skylar Thompson as their quarterback. Yeah, I think Tua plays. Tua's going to play. So I, with Tua playing, they're a threat. I don't think they're a threat with Tua. Uh, I think it's Buffalo. I don't. This line has to be at least nine. Uh, I don't know what it is. I'm curious myself. Nine and a half. There we go. Yeah, I think Buffalo thumps them too. Um, I think Buffalo absolutely drills them. The only chance the Dolphins have is kind of Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle getting some long touchdowns. Uh, Tre'Davious White doesn't look himself, so uh, he could he could get toasted a couple times. That's your only chance. Uh, but yeah, I think. The fans in Buffalo. Uh, I don't think the AFC. I. I mean, I hope the the Saturday night game with Jaguars Chargers is a good one because those other two AFC games will not be good. Yeah. Um. I'm with you. I think Buffalo whips them. Um. Go Bills. Hope they do. Uh, Dolphins are on fumes. Um, yes. I mean, they were the last seed in the AFC was between what the Dolphins, the Steelers, and the and the Patriots. The Patriots played Buffalo tough, actually. Um, they did. 
for most of that game. And I think the Dolphins were limping far more than either. They barely beat the Jets, who looked. They looked awful. I mean, um, uh, yeah. So, so if the AFC goes as we said, mm-hmm. your your quarterbacks in the, in the next round would be cool. Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, and Herbert slash yeah. Lawrence. Yeah, that's that's, that's pretty, awesome. Pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, that's uh, yeah. All please, first, please yeah. let that happen. Please two let that two happen. MVPs, and then yeah, that's that would be, yeah, that would be a lot of fun. All right, let's move to the NFC. Um, we'll start off. I think that's the more fun conference for these uh, playoffs. Oh, I hate almost all the NFC teams. Um, all of them. Um, especially the Monday night game. Oh God! Look, you want to start there? Or you want to end let's, there? Uh, let's start there. Let's, let's start, start on start Monday there. night. Yeah, Monday night. You have one of the most hated franchises in the Dallas Cowboys. Playing against Tom Brady and the eight and nine Bucks, who couldn't score 17 points for most of the season, yet Tom Brady set a record for most attempts. Um, the Bucks have looked just horrible. Um, I'll go ahead and a call it huh? better the last couple of weeks. I mean, they they yeah they played well for what when they beat the Panthers. Yes, when the. <laughs> The the seven and ten Panthers that was their signature win. Um, listen, the Cowboys are twelve and five. The Bucks are eight and nine. The Bucks are going to win this game. I'm uh, I've said this for weeks. Um, I don't know how something's going to happen. The Bucks defense will suddenly decide to be elite again. They're going to beat Dallas twenty to fourteen or something like that. Um. Godwin and Evans suddenly look good again. Um, that's my call. At what point during the game Monday night does Jerry Jones call up Sean Payton and have him come to Dallas? Um, I'm going to say in the third quarter when it's 20 to 7. And uh, um, here's, all right, here's, here's a very specific prediction it's 20 to 7, halfway through the third quarter. Um, Dak throws an incompletion on third and five from the 50 and they run out the punt team. And then he calls Sean Payton. Yeah, this has everything about this. Like Dallas is the better team. Oh, by like, a mile. I, I don't think anybody's going to argue that. Um, I saw something where Dallas's defense allows um, 10 more points per game on grass than turf. Uh, Wow. Yeah. It, it, Dallas is a better team. I don't know why I'm picking Tampa. Uh, I assume Dallas is probably minus three. Probably. Uh, Dallas is at worst the sixth best team in the NFL. At worst. Dallas minus two and a half. There you go. Uh, wow. I, uh, I, uh, I, uh, oh, you can get Tampa plus two and a half for plus 100. Or you can take no points at all. And it's plus 120. Give me those no, two you, and a half points. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, it's, it's even money plus two yeah, and a half. It's yeah. even money. Uh, uh, you think it'd be? Uh, you think the money line would get you something, but it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, for that, uh, I, I, I genuinely think it's this game that um, Dallas looks like the better team the whole game, and 
McCarthy punts the ball with about two and a half minutes left on a fourth and one. Hmm. Uh, similar to what you said. Uh, and Tom Brady does Tom Brady things. Just, yep. I'm sure there's going to be a pass interference against Diggs. Uh, that's for about 30 yards on Evans because Evans was toasted him. Uh, just some, just some stuff like that's going to go Tampa's way. Bunch of Tampa- eight yard completions on prevent and. Tampa's going to win. Uh, McCarthy's going to just stand on the sidelines like he has most of the last 20 years, uh, or at least 15 years, uh, with an egg on his face. I <laughs> just And then Jerry Jones is uh, – Jerry Jones might fire him on the field. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is going to spark this Sean Payton to Dallas marriage. That's fair. That's, that's coming. Can't believe did, we – I mean, uh... I'm not shocked we don't agree on I, that we agree on it, but I am shocked that we have the same exact. It's almost like we we have the script. We already read the script. We know oh, what's going to yeah. happen. It's yeah, it's going to happen. Somehow, Mike McCarthy beat Mike Tomlin in the Super Bowl. Oh man, I again 100% blame Ben Roethlisberger for that game, with a sidebar of Rashard Mendenhall. Tomlin was a great coach, but. Uh, <laughs> Mendenhall coughed up the ball on a key second-half fumble. I digress. Moving on, first game of the weekend, a team that you and I really like, 49ers, hosting Geno Smith in the Seattle Seahawks. Saturday, 4.15 or 4 o'clock. What happens, Chris? I think this one stays closer than people think. Uh, I think it could get weird. Uh, it wouldn't shock me to see Seattle win. Hmm. Uh, I'm not a Brock Purdy guy. Uh, not at all. Really? Part of that is I watched one. May, I've watched him maybe five snaps of his, and it happened to be one of them. He threw the ball right to the other team, hit a guy in the chest. He dropped it. Uh, just an uh, god-awful throw. It's probably his worst throw all year, if I was guessing, based on his stats. So just seeing that, just have bad thoughts about it. Uh, I do love San Francisco. I think if they had Garoppolo, uh, they would they would win by twenty plus, and it wouldn't be that close. Uh, I like D'Amico Ryan's as a defensive coordinator. I like the talent on the Forty ers team. Uh, this just feels like it has like trap game kind of kind of feel to it. Purdy's due to due for a bad game. Uh, something about Pete Carroll, uh, just like laying in the weeds. Like I, I feel like he has something uh, in his back pocket for this game. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take Seattle. It's interesting. Seattle very easily could have lost last week to Baker and the Rams. Yeah. Um, Seattle again kind of limped into the playoffs, but they have again Pete Carroll. He's been there before. He's, you know, gonna gonna bring it to the game. They have some dangerous weapons on offense in Kenneth Walker and DK Metcalf. Also, yep. Tyler Lockett's really good. You know, they have an okay yes. line and Gino. You know, he's not awful. Um, I'm with you. If Jimmy G was the Niners quarterback, I would say that's my Super Bowl winner. Um, I think. I mean, we're on the same wavelength here, Chris. For, for a few, I'm, I, th- I do think they're divisional opponents. So 
Um, historically, playoff matchups between divisional opponents do get a little weird. Um, it's really hard to beat a team three times in a season like the Titans did to Jacksonville in 99. Um, you know, there have been some weird ones like that. Uh, the O was the 07 Giants that beat the 13 and 3 Cowboys. Cowboys beat yeah. twice the regular season. Then they got them. Then a couple years later, um, the Giants were 13 and 3 and then lost to like the 9 and 7 Eagles in the first round. Stuff like that happens. Um, so that's a Deshaun Watson or Deshaun Jackson, sorry, punt return. Uh, so that was later. That got okay. the, they got the Eagles into the playoffs. That was that was a week 17 game. Um, I think this was a round two game. I'm sorry, round two, okay. um, in 08 playoffs. Um, because the Giants team the year after they won the Super Bowl were pretty dominant in the regular season and they they choked in that one. Anyway, I digress. Um, I think it's closer than this should be, but I'm gonna I am gonna pick the 49ers to pull it out. I think Shanahan and uh, D'Amico Ryan's they they keep them from losing. Um, again, my favorite thing about those Niners, the Niners is watching that offense block. My uh, gosh, George. you stick Kittle, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Jennings uh, and Debo, man, they just they just they block There's like their hairs on fire. God, I love watching them play. Yeah, it's it's Seahawks uh, plus nine and a half. That's that's okay. I take Seahawks that, in the points. That's that's a, that's a lot of points. And there's there's a scenario where it's if if San Francisco were to get up thirteen nothing, I I think Seattle would have a hard time overcoming any deficit. Uh, they, yeah. they they need Kenneth Walker to to bust one early or DK uh, catch they, a long one. They, they gotta they gotta throw six deep balls to, to DK. Yeah, hope for pass interference or it's like I mean, the Randy Randy Moss theory right there. Sure, just just chuck it up to him. Yeah. what's the worst that could happen? Yep, I'm uh, with you. Worst is the punt. Yeah, yeah. Can we agree this next game might be the worst? Oh god. <sighs> This might be the worst. The next one, real quick. Officially, are you picking? You're, you're picking the, the Niners, but Seattle in the points, right? Yeah, I, yeah. C- Seattle plus nine and a half feels feels a like lot. a lot of points. Okay, and I think it could be sneaky close. Kyle Shanahan has a weird thing in the playoffs where he just he can't have a to, lead. Forgets how to coach. Yeah, I, I love Seattle in the points. Uh, I don't okay. hate Seattle money line either. So I'm with you. That's probably pretty good value. That's probably the best value of the weekend is Seattle money line. Yeah. All right. Last game. Ugh, I don't the, know why we saved this one for last. NFC's these these games are bad. They are bad. They they are they are bad. What is the the Vikings are are they 13 and four? Uh something like that. Should probably be about nine and seven or nine and eight. I mean, they're they've won so many one-score games. Um, Kirk Cousins is Kirk Cousins. I mean, he's done some things. Um, I think Dable's a good coach. Um, man, I don't know. I I kind of want to pick the Giants just because of how much I don't believe in the Vikings. Um. I don't know. Um, it's it's a tricky one. I, I think I you, you can't can can you pick Danny Dimes in the playoffs? I can. That's you're picking the Giants. Yeah. Wow. I right. I 
I like Dable as a coach. Uh, I think this is a game that Saquon sees 25 to 28 touches. Okay. Um, and I think it's really about which quarterback loses the game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's, I mean, they both have a tendency to fumble. Uh, so it's not necessarily picks that you're looking for. It's the strip sack kind of thing. Uh, it, it's going to be all about turnovers. Give me, I just, something about the Giants. I, I have more confidence in them. I don't know why. Uh, they did beat the Giants in Week 16. Vikings. The Vikings beat the Giants in Week 16. I just what looked it up. 27-24. Um, and oh, that was the game they wanted on a 61-yard field goal. Sounds about right. Um, yeah, it was a pretty even game. It was played, where was it? It was on Christmas Eve. It was played in Minneapolis. I I think that would make, oddly enough, though the Vikings won, that would make me lean towards the Giants. Uh, the Vikings lost, like, what, what was the score against Dallas? Like 37 to nothing or something? So bad. I'll look it up. Uh, I just hate this Vikings team. I do too. I think uh, this is a good game. I don't know. I can't find it on DraftKings right now, but if you can get like Vikings by one to six points or Giants by one to six points, uh, yeah. I, I think there's money to be made there because it's not going to be a blowout. No, I don't think oh, any, no. Any it's chance that either game. team's blowing them out. I just think it's a close game, and I, I trust Saquon and Dable more than I trust. I don't. I don't hate uh, O'Connell as a head, as a head coach. I don't hate Dalvin Cook or Justin Jefferson. No. I just uh, I do dislike both quarterbacks, and this just feels so. This the, feels the, a lot. Yeah. yeah. The Cowboys beat them forty to three this year. Yeah. This this feels like I don't want to give away the I mean this feels like a Giants win so that it's Giants Eagles next week, uh, just a game that gets uh, just frisky enough that Philly's uncomfortable. Mm, yeah, because uh, I know I think Philly would love to play Tampa. They would love love Tampa. That's that's the team that they yeah. Um, they they want Tampa. I don't think they Tampa's want any not part beating of the, Philly. Part of the Giants, the Giants aren't scared of Philly, uh, and things could get weird. Like it's we we talked about division well, divisional same teams. For Dallas, they'd rather not see Dallas. The Bucks are the team they want to play for sure. They can't they play the Vikings. Dallas. They, I mean, I guess they. Hmm? I don't think they mind Dallas. Mm, I'd rather they'd rather see the Bucks than Dallas. Oh, for sure, I agree on that. Yeah. Um is that the fort? Yeah. I, just, I, I forget Dallas is the five seed. I don't think yeah. the I Yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be a weird one. It's gonna be a close game. It's gonna that 27-24 score. If I was throwing out a score, I would throw out probably that sure. same score. Uh very possible. I don't have a I don't have a strong opinion on it. Uh but I, I'm leaning Giants. I don't know why. I just probably because I was on Saquon 
early this year, thinking he had a you bounce are. back year. And yeah, they I feel like they have rested him this year, like late in the season to get him ready for the playoffs. You might see 30 touches. That's he might. I and Dable's I think, the guy uh, that's going to give it to him, knowing that that's their pathway to victory. On the well, I think I think uh, Daniel Jones makes some plays with his legs. Uh, oddly enough, um, the Giants just have. I, I mean, if if you took what who who's the the what the um. I'm trying to think like the third receiver for the Jaguars would Zay Jones would would Zay be Jones. their would be their best target. <laughs> you know, would be their best receiver on the Giants. Dave had no uh, luck with the receivers. Oh gosh. Galladay. Uh, Galladay was an awful Kadarius awful. Tony. Um Shepherd and then Slayton. You know, Sterling Sterling Shepard could have been good. He got yeah. hurt all the time. I think Sterling Shepard was was gonna be good. Darius Slayton's another one. I mean yeah. They, what's funny is it's sort of the opposite of those Super Bowl Giants teams that just had receiver after receiver. Um, yep. You know, they had Hakeem Nicks and, and Manningham, and Toomer and Steve Smith. And I mean, they just oh, kept rolling a Cruz. Victor Cruz. Oh, yeah. That was the best one, was Victor Cruz. He yep. was awesome. Um, Yeah. They just kept rolling them out. I, f- I feel like they've not had a decent receiver since then. Um. It's another thing. Yeah. Well, anyway. So oddly enough, you and I agree on way too much. Oh, yeah. So something's gonna go awry. The other piece is I think I think this reminds me of more of the in the in the 90s. The the road teams just rarely won the playoffs. It was a have and have not scenario. You had you know your Bills, Cowboys, Niners, uh, Steelers. Uh, Packers, Broncos, those teams were were dominant, and you know the other teams just weren't. This this year, there's you know Kansas City, Buffalo, Cincy, and the AFC that are just clearly the three best teams. In the NFC, it's it's Philly and the Stanford. Niners, right? And then and then the, the next best team is probably Dallas, and which is which is a step down. I think I just really think there are five teams that are. That are just the best teams in the league. So I want to make my Super Bowl pick. Um, so hold on, real fast. Yep. Air, air, yep. I, ideal next round. We already mentioned the AFC. We're we're good with the top three advancing, and then it doesn't matter if it's Jacksonville or San, San Diego. I call as it long San Diego. as Buffalo and Cincy win, it's going to be a phenomenal second round. Yes, like all, an all time second round. I, I think you would much prefer Chargers because the whole divisional thing that we mentioned, uh, the familiarity with the with the Chiefs. That would, I uh, mean they they play each other tough. Yeah, it would be a killer game, and then Buffalo Cincinnati. My gosh, what so, a story! The a- I mean, AFC, unbelievable. AFC stacked. The NFC, on the other hand, our ideal one would be. Um, I think we would want. Eagles, Giants, and then we would want Cowboys, Niners, Cowboys, Niners, Niners second round. That's that's a fun game. Yes, that yeah. I, I'm. I think, I think that's what we cheer for this weekend. It's absolutely what I cheer for. Um, some some wrenches are going to get thrown in there. Um, but yeah, I mean, if we yeah, I, I think that would be if that's the if 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 hold up, sixteen yep. sixteen parlay right here, just money line. All right. Let's see what it pays out. Uh, what does it pay out? I live in uh, 
a state that doesn't allow such things. So we're going Niners, Chargers. Let's add more. Chargers, Bills, Giants, Bengals, Cowboys. That's plus 1,100. Plus 1,100, huh? Oh, it's getting frisky right there. And and, and if, if you get all the way before Dallas loses, you could hedge that on Monday. Yeah, it's plus 120, so you're guaranteed at plus 500 kind of thing. I mean, I'll Venmo you 20 bucks on that one. If you wanna. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no no way. I'm, I'm tempted at that one. Uh, that, that's a tempting... Well, it's uh, it's that's a plus eleven hundred. Yeah, it, this is it. Just feels like there's few. I feel like fewer road teams have a real chance this time. But, um, all right, let's uh, let's make Super Bowl picks. Um, just gonna give you the winner. Um, I went back and forth on a few different teams for this. Um, I feel like it has the potential, especially on the AFC side, to be just a phenomenal postseason. Just could, yes. could could be incredible. Um, as far as great quarterbacks, we have. I think whoever at comes, least three great coaches too. Yeah, whoever comes out of the AFC is going to need the bye week just mentally to hit the oh reset gosh. button. It is possible that? I mean, it's possible he goes just chalk in the NFC with only one good game in the conference championship. It's possible. That's a. I mean, it's a very you know plausible outcome but um i am going to go with the cincinnati Bengals. bit of a wild card choice here i can see them getting on another heater and um yeah that's that's my pick a little bit of a weird one Oh man. So it's like our brains are like synced up right now. Oh no. <laughs> I don't know how this happened, but uh Really? This never happens. Yeah, it's like our brains are synced up because uh my pick was going to be Bengals. Wow. I'm, um part of that's because I think it happens. Uh part of that's just a jinx Logan. So <laughs> Logan, um, I wasn't even thinking of that for once. Um, yeah, no, I, I was going Bengals, uh, and then I, I kind of won't divulge too much. The Chiefs will look bad the last half of the year. I know, yeah. I know they're, I know they're winning games, but they've not looked good. Uh, I think Buffalo emotional roller coaster, uh, and something about Josh Allen. I feel like he's going to just play phenomenal and still get beat somehow. Uh, and that's where I got to the Bengals. I, I don't know why, but, uh, and the Bengals, uh, if we're being honest, before Demar Hamlin uh, went down, they were kicking Buffalo's ass. Mm. Like they they came out of the gate ready to go. Uh, so my pick was going to be the Bengals. Did I even mention the bot? Like having? Hold on one second. Mm-hmm. I got a sneeze. Uh, oh, go ahead. <laughs> I think we're good. Maybe. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I I mentioned the the buy before the Super Bowl because getting emotionally like reinvested uh filling up the tank uh is gonna be necessary. I mean you gotta think they're going through Buffalo and then Kansas City, most likely. Uh that's a gauntlet. So since he was my team too. So wow. weird. 
I don't think we ever see eye to eye on stuff like this. Like almost ever. never. No, this is this is we're either gonna be like we either need to put some money on this or we're just gonna be just way off. Baltimore uh <laughs> Baltimore, Baltimore and, money line and, plus Tampa. 250 this week. Here we go. Man. No, it's it's an interesting thing. Is that, yeah, like so I'm looking at the 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 Chiefs the way they ended the season, they beat the Raiders, the Broncos, Seahawks, Texans, Broncos again. Lost to the Bengals, beat the Rams, and then they haven't beaten a decent team since November. They struggled against the Texans. That was an overtime game, best I remember. It was. Yep. They struggled both games against the Broncos. They did. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, they've not played well. So they they can't figure out the running situ running back situation. Um, you know, it's just a it's just a weird. Yeah, weird, weird scenario there. I mean, Mahomes, forty-one touchdowns, twelve picks. I mean, good lord. Um, he's he's good. He's. I mean, obviously, you know, Kelsey's Chris, the best tight end in football. Chris Jones has fifteen and a half sacks from up to gut. Yeah, yeah. The, I mean, that's incredible. I I don't fully trust that defense though. I mean, yeah, they got Chris Jones and Frank Clark, and you know, I, that's about it. Yep. Justin Reed's okay, I guess safety sure need at corner i mean i don't know um i'm it's, I, it's it's a weird team i they they're ceiling because of i mean that's the thing that's the with these afc quarterbacks the ceiling is so high because at any given day you could get a you know 30 to 35 for 404 scores out of out of mahomes out of allen or burrow or yes. herbert for that matter yes you know and there's not an NFC quarterback that's capable of that. Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean Brady obviously so, was at one point, but he's not. I mean, he's just he's not oh, the same guy. Not. He's he's very Dak, similar to Irwin Dak. Brady. Doesn't look like the same guy either. Like Dak does not no. look good. I think Dak by a mile has the highest ceiling of any NFC starting quarterback. But yeah, he's not looked like the same guy. Um. I'm excited about the postseason, though. Um, so long as the Bucks lose, I'll be happy. Um, but I, I cannot imagine that Bucks team wins a Super Bowl. But I mean, who uh, knows? Yeah, there's a chance they're in the Super Bowl, though. Just process of elimination. I mean, there there is a scenario so, where so the Seahawks beat the Niners, and then the and then the uh, the Vikings well, win, and they play the Vikings in round two. Well, there's that, but there's also what if Purdy gets hurt for the 49ers? Mm. So Purdy gets hurt. The Seahawks yeah. win that. Oh, you mean in round two? Like, yeah. See, Purdy gets hurt, but they advance. 49ers advance. I don't know who the hell their quarterback would be. Probably Josh, Josh Johnson. Johnson. Josh Johnson. Oh, my gosh. On his I don't, 14th I don't even, team. I don't even know if he's on the 49ers, but it feels like he, I think be he the, is, isn't I feel, he? I don't know. I feel like wow. he has been a, multiple times in the past. Uh, Maybe things get stupid for Brady. Like, I mean, it has it yeah. has multiple times. I mean, he's won two Super Bowls where their opponents didn't score a touchdown. Yeah, both of which were against historically good offenses that Belichick shut down. So, uh, I could do a whole podcast on that, but I will not. Love it. That could be a fun one. Anyway, um, all right, it's gonna be a fun playoffs. We'll see what happens. Um, we'll be back next week. We'll be back next week. Uh, I'm sure we're going to be wrong about a lot. I wrote down what our picks were so we can review those. 
um yeah it's gonna be gonna be a fun postseason so uh, chris any other thoughts on uh on this week um this week yeah um, we wrap up this episode if you drink don't drive do the watermelon crawl <laughs>